Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, my pronouns are he, him, and I'll be your storyteller for this game about living gods on the wrong side of the law. Joining me for this game is... Hey there guys, my name is Tyler, uh, pronouns are he, him, I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-aspected street exorcist. Hi everybody, my name's Christina, I will be playing Elion. My pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. They are a water-aspected investigator. Hi, everyone. My name's Cody. Pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman. Hi, my name is Britt, and my pronouns are she and her. I play a wood-aspect named Rush Ferris, who has a ferret familiar named Zeke. Together, they specialize in archery, larceny, and dance. Hi, I'm Michaela Sheher, and I'll be playing Tirali of House Regara, an Earth-aspected leader of a small military force known as the Tyrants who collects the books for the gang. And this is Exalted, like a dragon-blooded side jobs. We are going to be starting up uh, the side sessions here, uh, which this one I am calling. Uh, what did I actually write it down here? Um, Baby Sister's Day Out. Yeah. It is uh, me and uh, Britt. Uh, this is for Resh Ferris's side session. So the day is the... Actually, you know what? Before we get into this, I have a I have a question for you, uh, Britt. Um, do you have an idea of when that uh Ferris was born? When Ferris was born? Yeah. Was it like springtime? Was it summer? Uh, I was gonna go with springtime because she's uh wood aspected, and I thought that would make sense and be kind of neat. Kind of neat. Okay. Okay. You know, fair, fair. I dig that. It is. Currently, the 24th of Descending Fire. It is the hottest point of the year. And especially in the South, it's bad. Luckily, though, uh, the gang and everyone uh, got together and got the funds to... Well, not the funds. Uh, basically, got together and uh, using through sorcery and everything else, uh, basically got the the temperature control unit uh, for their four fixed. So, despite it being, uh, I don't want to say basically on fire outside, but it does kind of feel like that. Um, you are enjoying whatever is a very cool temperature for uh, for Ferris to be at. Uh, the rest of the gang, for the most part, has left uh, to go and do their own business, uh, to go deal with things, or to just kind of go and see see the city as the Chiroscuro is preparing for calibration. What does Ferris do in her off time to just kind of like chill out and enjoy like you know we've seen you working your hardest to make money and uh defending people and shooting a lot of arrows at things and even saving a child here and there but what do you do in your off time when you're relaxing um honestly she's probably working on like i would imagine ferris kind of works out like stretches and stuff She's probably working on, like, new dance routines with Zeke and, like, practicing shit. That way they can make bank or whatever. Okay. I feel like one of her little side hustles, just like uh, Ricky does the whole, oh, your house is haunted, let me fix it for you. Ferris just kind of does, like, street performances. Sense that makes sense, and then Zeke usually goes and picks the pockets of the people who don't want to actually give you change. Yeah, yeah. Has Ferris gotten into any other uh 
larger scale crimes uh, since since we've seen her uh, save a group of uh, people from the guild who were going to be sold into slavery? Um, I'd like to think that she maybe has done other, like, heists or missions, but nothing to that level. A heist or a mission is something that you pull off every every month or two, not yeah. necessarily every week. Yeah, it's not like a, I'm chilling out, I'm going to go pull off a heist type thing. It's a, all right. I have this Tuesday off. I'm going to plan to do this heist. And then maybe my next heist will be next month. Nothing like this is an all day, everything type thing. You and Zeke are practicing a new dance routine that you've come up with. Out in the main office, uh, the matriarch and one and one of the captains, probably Desert Bloom, are going over paperwork and accounting to make sure that anything that is uh, obviously criminal is well hidden on the books. You know, people know that you're part of the gang, but you still have to kind of play play to law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Not everybody appreciates what you all do for the common people compared to the guild who would just take advantage of them. Um, if you could, um, so do you think that Ferris, uh, is doing the dance number, uh, in the main office or is she kind of practicing in her own quarters that she has since, you know, you all have an entire floor of a skyscraper. I think if, if there's no one else there, uh, she wouldn't honestly care. Um, I don't think she really has a preference. It's just wherever she is. And she probably does stuff like as she's doing other things. So like if she goes to the main office quarters to grab paperwork, she's probably doing some kind of weird backflips or dance moves just as she moves about the whole area. Okay. Um, could you, uh, could you give me a, a perception and awareness role and uh, I'll give you two extra dice for just kind of letting me know what you do. And with two extra is nine. All right. Fantastic. So you go, you go out of uh, through the hallways. You're, you're helping uh, the matriarch and desert bloom uh, basically clean up, get ready for uh any big meetings, uh, any big stuff that they have to do for calibration. Uh, the matriarch is kind of showing you like where, where to file things like kind of not demanding that you do stuff, but every now and again is like basically being like, Oh, can you take that over to, uh, the over to Ricky's office? Can you take that over to Elian's office? Like kind of, kind of like, having you kind of be like the gopher right now. And like, she is appreciative of like your, uh, the, the kind of the, the way that you're going about it in kind of this jovial tone with like your, your dancing and your backflips and yada, yada. Um, she has been known on occasion to actually, uh, join you. And she is a fairly competent dancer. And who is this again? Uh, this is, uh, Matriarch, uh, Goesatara Sorrow. Goesatara Sorrow. She is the leader of the family. She, she's basically, as far as importance goes, she's right to you. She's right under your brother. Oh. Yeah. She, she's the one who, uh, I know that's been a little bit. She's the one who during act one, you all were trying to get the, uh, the building, uh, the floor to impress. She's basically your boss. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I vaguely remember that. I knew we were trying to, uh, get that for someone and I couldn't remember her name, but I knew it was a female. Um, so she has you going, uh, back and forth. And, uh, after a little bit, um, 
after after like a few trips on the maybe like the trip um you catch something in the corner of your eye and it takes a little bit for you to recognize that there is a very similar to your own form uh leaning up against a wall around a uh kind of idly spinning a dagger in his hand like you you turn a corner and you're kind of surprised to see that uh your older brother uh Resh Bilar, is there Okay, so I imagine as Ferris is kind of doing her thing, not really, like, like caring if there's other people there, but not really caring if they're, like, watching or anything, probably goes to round a corner to think, to go through a doorway that she probably thinks is, you know, unoccupied and almost, like, smacks into him and catches herself right before she smacks into him. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, his, uh, his his natural stealth is like a five, so like that's why I asked you to roll awareness to see if you actually caught, to see if you actually like saw him or like had to be surprised. Oh, he's just as sneaky as I am. Yeah, he's pretty good at being a criminal. So as she catches herself, she just kind of like stops, and she doesn't like look embarrassed or anything just more surprised that she didn't notice him there he uh he grins and looks to you and kind of like the dagger that he was spinning he like uh sheaths it by his hip and then so uh looks like looks like uh sorrow's got you working working your butt off but uh I already talked with her. You're taking the rest of the day off. Uh, the the rest of the day. Yeah, you're taking. Yeah, you're spending the rest of the day with me. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And I'm assuming Ferris has like stuff in her hand, so she's probably gonna go over and like set it down somewhere. <laughs> wow, that was that was a lot easier than I thought. I thought you were gonna put up a fight. I don't always want to fight with you. Uh, well, that would make one sibling that doesn't want to always fight that doesn't want to always fight with me. Uh, by the way, um I uh he like pulls out a uh like a small cloth bag. Uh it's maybe like the size of like uh, it's maybe like the size of like a like it might have like a mug or something in it. Like it's it's very like kind of tiny and has like a small ribbon on it. And he like hands it to you. He's like, hey, I, I know I missed it this year, but uh, happy birthday. Oh. She's going to have the like a super huge grin as she takes it from him and. uh just kind of gives him a mischievous look and be like, I knew you didn't forget. I just assumed that you were going to make it something big and special. And she's going to joke while she's saying it. And uh, she'll open it right there in front of him. I wouldn't say it's something big, but yeah, it's special. I uh, had some of the I had some of the seamstresses I know back in uh, back in Great Forks, uh, rig this up for you. Uh, when you open it up and what you pull out is a, uh, a new performing, uh, outfit for Zeke. Um, what is the kind of like performance outfit that Ferris would want Zeke to have? I always pictured Zeke having like a little, Maybe not velvet, but like a satin vest, like ferret-sized satin vest with a little bow tie that matches. And then sometimes a top hat, sometimes not. But it like has a string, so it stays on his head. Well, I hardly think they would need a string to stay on his head. He is an intelligent animal. Yeah, but he doesn't have, like, ferret's heads aren't really, like, easy to hold a hat on because they're kind of flat on top. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to trust you, the the animal expert of our group. 
you basically pull that out, uh, a little vest, uh, a bow tie and a hat with a string on it. And, uh, it also has, uh, some little ferret gloves. Oh my goodness. Kind of like for, for all four of his little feet to muffle the sound that he makes. It's not going to give like a statistical uh, bonus, but it is going to be very adorable, which is basically the same thing. Oh, my goodness. That is adorable. I can see it now. He's a fancy ferret. Yeah, I uh, I, I remember you eyeing that before you uh, you left for down south. So I. Uh, had them I, I had some of the, the seamstresses back in Great Forks uh make one of those to Zeke's specifications. This is perfect, and he's going to love it, and she'll give him a hug. Uh he hugs back and is just kind of generally pleased with this. Alright then, so what's good to do in town? Uh, I out of character don't really know what's good to do in town. So as, as a, as a good reminder, uh, of, of the things, cause I know that it has literally been, uh, almost a year since we started this campaign and we did take multiple breaks. Some of the things that are good to do in town are obviously the gambling hall, the host club, the, the inn that, uh, your partner in crime divine has. There is also um, multiple, like, just kind of, if it's a fun thing to do, you can probably find it in the undermarket. There are horse races going on uh, pretty consistently around this time of year. Um, as the Dells and Nomads are around, there are food carts just all around the city uh, that you can go and visit community theater kind of stuff going on sometimes there. So like, you know, if you wanted to see a play, I'm sure that you guys could find something. If you guys wanted to go listen to some music, I'm sure you could find something. Hell, if you wanted to go to a martial arts tournament, there's at least one dojo that we canonically know about. In I probably am not going to mention the host club. Because I think he was there. Wasn't he there when we did the grand opening? Or did he leave before then? Well, either way, I don't think Ferris would bring that up just because she, uh... It's not that she doesn't like the host club or anything like that. It's not that. And she has nothing against, like, Divine or anything like that. But it's, like, one of those, like, ew, that's his, so we're not gonna go there type thing. Yeah, it's basically like, why would I go back to work on my day off? Pretty much. Um, I did see that uh, Christina suggested the food at Minami's. I definitely think that would be a good place to start getting like food. Okay. Yeah, that and works. Probably, probably, honestly, hitting up the dojo would be interesting. Okay. So a day at the desert basilisk and then possibly going to see the, uh, the Renal family dojo. Yeah. You all head on out through, out through the city from the old city out to the new city. It is hot out. I cannot stress how just not great that it feels like, I don't want to say not great. It is a port city on one of the hottest days of the year. So like you got that humidity going, you got the heat from the south coming up. Uh the pole of fire is acting well, it's acting feisty today. There's a few people that you all pass who are complaining about not being able to get ice. But generally speaking, it's just kind of a a, a ch- it's just kind of like the same walk that you've done a uh, hundred times before to get to uh, to get to the desert basilisk. I assume that Ferris goes there quite frequently. 
If you wanted to, yeah. Well, she likes Minami. He's a cool dude. And he helped her not go alone to the grand opening of the host club. So That is true. He's a cool dude. Plus, now that he's got superpowers, he probably makes banging food. More banging than it was. I mean, he already made some of the best food in town. Now it's just has a chance to give you statistical bonuses. See, even better than it was. You walk into the Desert Basilisk. It is about lunchtime, so it is fairly busy. Um, but as that you walk in, there is the holler of Minami from the 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 back as it, you know, you, you open the door and the little bell above the, the door jingles. And just goes, I'll be there in a fucking minute. Just give me a moment. Uh, The the rest of the crowd is either the regular lunch crowd that are, uh, you know, the faceless, nameless people or but no, no, no one is. uh, It's no one that, you know, personally that. That like stands out. Gotcha. You guys go. Uh, there, there's an open booth uh, that's reserved for members of the family. And you two go and sit down, I, I take it? Yeah, I'd probably just head straight over that direction. Do you take the seat that is facing the uh, that's facing the kitchen or do you let your brother? Hmm. <clears throat> Is one facing the kitchen and one facing the, uh, the, like, front door? Uh, yeah. Yeah, one's facing the kitchen, one's facing the front door. I would probably pick the one facing the kitchen and let him have the one facing the front door. Okay. Because I assume he can, if anything were to happen, he could, like, throw that dagger at somebody. Whereas I don't know if I'd be able to, you know. If if I even brought my bow, but like be able to pull anything out that fast anyways. You are a dragon blooded. I promise you that you could pull something out that fast. Okay, you know what? Fair, fair. I I get it now. (laughs) Either way, though. Okay. Um. You see. uh, So you guys sit down for, uh, for a moment. Oh, okay. Desert Basilisk. Good food. Good food. Haven't been here in a few months. Uh, so you all uh, have a. So you all have a good relations with the uh, with the local South family, then. Um, I would say so. That's good. That's good. Uh, it's it's good to hear that people are getting getting uh, getting along. We've I've had issue with uh, mm, trying to think of a nice way to put this. Uh, your boss and Captain Grimbreeze not getting along uh, recently. So, Captain who? Uh, Grimbreeze, the uh, wait, let me let me let me make sure that I'm referring to them right. Let me look up my own notes. <laughs> and is this someone that like I would actually know, or is this my first time like hearing this name? Is this our first time hearing this name in general? I think this is y'all's first time actually hearing this name in general. Um, you actually would not know about them right now. Uh, and I meant to say leader Grimbreeze. Leader Grimbreeze. Um, you know that um, leader is the gender neutral term uh, that someone would use if they were to refer to someone in uh, like sorrow's position. Okay. So it's uh, so leader is the gender neutral term of like patriarch or matriarch. Okay. It's good to know. Uh, yeah, you and uh, your boss and uh, 
Grimbreeze have not been getting along lately. I've been having to deal with missives from the both of them, um, trying to cut the other metaphorically. Any particular reason why they aren't getting along? Sorrow, and has my support for this, just to let you know, believes that it's in our best interest to recruit from the populace, even if that they do not have the dragon's blessing. Grim Breeze, on the other hand, thinks that the entire family, like everyone, like if you are to be included in the family, should only be uh, a dragon-blooded. I mean, if you're playing the power game, that makes sense. But at the same time, having non-dragon-blessed people would be more beneficial in the long run? That's what I keep saying, and it would be hard to keep recruitment up if we don't recruit from... Basically, you, you need people to do other things. You can't have a bunch of... You can't have a bunch of dragon blooded and then just go, oh, well, you know, we need someone to go and collect from uh, from the descending Earth Street. Most princes of the Earth would say, oh, that's below me, and then just get someone else to do it. So literally, we're just. uh, It's just it's such a headache because I I, I get what they're I get why that they want it because they want to have. Uh, they want to have an army to start fighting the guild, but like you need actual people. Oh my god, I'm j- I'm I'm so sorry. This is, I'm I'm so sorry, Ferris. Hey, don't apologize to me. It's good to know what's going on. Yeah, speaking about what's going on, uh, Manami calls from the kitchen. Hey, Ferris, uh, what what do you and your date want? I would like to note that Manami cannot see who's in the other, uh, who's who's facing the uh, who's facing the door. Uh, it makes sense why you asked who was sitting where. <laughs> I mean, Ferris would probably start laughing just like that, and then once she stops, she'll shout back, "He's not a date." <laughs> a lot more important than that. Oh, shit, shit. Did your brother finally marry you off then? Oh, my God. You can see, you can see Reshbalar is like, his hands are like sinking into his head. Like, his head is sinking into his hands. And like, there's like this deep blush on him. I don't know how to respond to that. Again, she'll she'll shout back. um, Not quite. But maybe you should come out and meet this person. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, then make sure you got your orders ready. Manami takes a little bit and uh, comes out. All right, so Ferris, what, what is the big deal that you got me out of? Oh, shit. <laughs> Bilar looks to him. Manami. <laughs> Oh, tyrant. Yo, I'm so sorry. I, uh, I thought she was bringing a date with her. Uh, that's what Ricky told me. No, not a date. And, uh, do you really believe everything Ricky tells you? I mean, yeah, sometimes. I mean, he's done me a couple solids already. Yeah, no, I mean, he did break me out of jail. So, uh, you know, I kind of. Kind of give him a lot of lot of trust, you know. I mean, you did it too when I was declared, and um, y- you know, don't like to talk about it with the rest of the people around, but you know, hmm? appreciate you. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. I know, and no problem. Um, as you can see, it's not a date or a uh, betrothed. Just a family lunch. 
Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Um, tell you what, I'll, uh, I'll go get the, uh, I'll go get you, I'll go get you both, uh, your favorites. Excellent. Thank you. So, question for you, uh, Britt. What is Ferris's favorite food that she gets at the Desert Basilisk? You can just make up whatever food you want. I can guarantee you that Manami can cook it. I was going to say, I'm, I was thinking of just like a, like a something, because I think I made Ferris a vegetarian. So, whatever, like rice and probably like a good old vegetable ramen type dish vegetable soup or whatever they would make in this area of whatever a delicious vegetable curry perfect so it takes a little bit and then manami comes back out with your with your food for you and uh fair uh for you and bolar um as he sets the food down Ferris is still grinning from the interaction from earlier because she thought it was quite funny. She's gonna, you know, let him set it all down and stuff, and then thank you, Minami. I really appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Uh, glad that I could help you and uh, you and the boss. Uh, I'm gonna finish up the lunch rush, and then I'm gonna go back upstairs to uh, go help out uh, the. Uh, Go help out my boss. Uh, she's in town, so uh, she's got me doing all the dirty work and everything. Alrighty, thank you again. And she'll kind of give him a friendly wave. You have some of the most interesting... You always attract the most interesting people to you. You know that, right? Well, you got to keep interesting people around to keep life interesting. You don't want boring people. It's no fun that way. I see. So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You you are you've really taken mom's advice to heart then, haven't you? I try to every day. First off, I'm going to let you know that whatever that you just said um with uh, you have to keep interesting people around to lead an interesting life. I'm going to say that from here on out, that is a saying of your mom. Okay. Oh, I should probably preface this. Your mom used to be the leader of the clan. Okay. I, I just wanted to preface that, that so that you knew that like you like Resh Ferris is absolutely like a mafia princess. Yeah. Speaking of mom, uh, good news. I, uh, I was doing some work on her and she's finally got some, uh, some mobility in her. She can get around, uh, get around the, the estate, uh, without as much assistance. That's good news. Good to hear. Um, to fill you in, uh, Britt out of character, cause I'm not sure that you read, uh, the notes on the, uh, your mom had to retire from being uh the uh from being the leader of the clan like she wasn't killed she she retired herself because she took an injury that basically left her like kind of crippled i so i read i think mostly everything <clears throat> on that like world builder thing that you gave us originally but that was also over a year ago so I'd have to read it again to refresh my memory on things. Yeah, I'm just trying to help refresh. I appreciate it. Yeah, so uh, mom can now get around the estate uh, pretty, I wouldn't say easily, but uh, we don't ha- we don't need to have the, uh, the, the live-in nurse anymore. Good. I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy about it, too. It means that I don't have to keep firing so many of them. I'm assuming they're just not doing a good job. Oh, they were doing a good job. You know how mom is. She's, uh, well, I mean, there's a reason that there's four of that, 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 that there's, that there's you and three other siblings. Fair point. Hey, look, sometimes life gets a little boring. 
Yeah, yeah, you could say that. Trust me, there's going to be no shortage of boring uh, coming here soon. Um, so we uh, we've decided that uh, Chiroscuro is going to be the Chiroscuro during calibration is going to be the place of the next uh, major family meeting. That's why I'm in town, actually. That's why that a lot of the heads of the families are going to be in town. Okay. It's also why Manami's boss is in town. And, uh, yeah, just be careful. Got it. So no crazy missions or big pranks or anything to draw attention to myself. Well, I didn't say that. Um, just if you're going to do any big crazy missions or anything, just try to include some of the other families with you for. Uh, you don't want you. We want to make sure that we're not like stepping on each other's toes. Oh, yeah. OK, yeah, no problem. Yeah, like I know that we have the, the, the law about not uh, fighting each other, but like if. Say you saw a good score over calibration and then the Ezath family also saw a good score, but you all weren't communicating and it happened to be the same score. There might be like a few blades drawn before we realize that we're fighting each other and not the guild. So hard feelings. Yeah. Also, I would definitely prefer it if that you were not like. Mm, killed or taken hostage or put in a manner for an extended amount of time because someone from another family thought that it would be funny. Okay. Fair. I will be careful. I appreciate it. So you guys uh, talk for a little bit about some other just kind of like, I don't want to say unimportant things, but like, unless of course that there's anything else that you want to talk to him about specifically, um, he's going to like, you guys are going to just kind of finish up your food. Sounds good to me. I'm sure we just do a lot of small talk, catching up on each other's busy life or whatever. And having some quality sibling time. Oh, by the way, uh, I'm, I'm still working on uh, getting it through some uh, some contacts and everything, but I do have an actual birthday present for you coming uh, soon. Okay. I appreciate it. It's going to take at least until after calibration before uh, before it can get to you. Okay, well, I will look forward to it. So you guys finish up your food. Um, no charge, obviously, uh, for, for the, for his boss and, uh, you guys head on out. What was the other thing that you wanted to go and check out? Probably like if, if dinner or lunch or whatever was just like the biggest thing to get all the main information out, um, I'm cool with it. But, um, if there was more, I was thinking about doing the dojo. You go to the Renal Dojo. Um, you know, obviously, you've been in Chiroscuro for actually close to a year now. Uh, you know that this is where that the uh, where that Elian and Elian's family and anyone who practices their martial art um, kind of meets up and hangs out and kind of lives. Um, Elian is not there currently. But uh, you've met Elian's parents um, and they're nice enough. We'll wait until another uh, time to explore them. They're currently out uh, prepping for something else. Uh, they have one of their other students watching the uh, watching the dojo while they're out uh, helping prep for calibration. OK, you said I've, I've met. Elian's parents? I would honestly, after a year, um, after almost a year of being in Chiroscuro, 
Um, I would find it odd if you hadn't. Okay, fair, fair. Um, so you go in, and there is currently, uh, basically a demonstration going on. Um, basically there's, uh, some sparring, uh, going on between a few different, uh, martial arts styles. Um, the main one that's practiced at this dojo is, of course, the one that Elian uses. But there are a few others that, uh, from around the city that do come here to practice and spar with each other. There is definitely a friendly uh, bit of competition going on um, as a bunch of mortals who have each been taught different martial arts are basically doing what they do. Um, Gathered around uh, the dojo as it's bringing a little bit of a crowd uh, to, to watch the spectacle, there are a few people of, uh, of note here as that, uh, you come in, there are two people of note that stand out in this crowd to you. Do you want the guy or the girl first? Let's do the guy. Perfect choice anyway, because, uh, It's very hard to miss this guy. Sitting on the inside of the, uh, on the inner, uh, area of the dojo, like you guys are kind of coming in from like where it opens up, uh, to the outside. You see a man that is very wide, um, with, uh, pale white skin, and no hair on his head with uh, multiple, like, tattoos that go, like, along his, uh, along along his skull and everything. Very wide person? Uh, yes, he's very wide, and he appears, as far as you can tell, to be sitting down despite the fact that he is, his head is about where that, like, everybody else's head is who's standing up. Oh, God. This guy's fucking huge. You can see near him, uh, like, along the wall uh, behind him, is a massive weapon that looks like that it's just a piece of rock that was put onto a, uh, that was put onto a hilt. Does it kind of look like a like a bat or a hammer? It looks like if a sword had if a sword had just been drawn right out of the rock that uh that, that made it. Oh, okay. It is massive and imposing. Is it sharp? You'd have to go over there to find out. Okay. Um, the other person that you notice notices you first as that you walk in. Who hollers from uh from the other side and like interrupting the sparring match and comes like with kind of like a, a fiery demeanor to her, uh starts like pushing through people like Hey, get out of my way. Come on, out of my way. I got I got I got business over here. Get out of my way. Out of my way. Like it's just being very very rude about it and like getting people out of out of her way. As that you can hear the telltale fiery voice of your older sister and your brother's twin. Oh. Uh Resh Fellar is your brother's twin and in just about every aspect except for her aspect. She exalted as a fire aspect. And what was uh, Bilar? Uh, He's a wood aspect like you. Oh, okay. Does she look angry? 
Or does she look like she's just, like, wanting to get over to us? Uh, she looks like she's wanting to get over to you. Okay, so not, like, angry and ready to fight us. Correct. Okay, good. Yo, yo, what the hell? You you all didn't tell me that you were coming over to see the martial arts. You said you were just gonna you said you were gonna just take baby sister out for like a nice day out and like just kind of like just enjoy the town. But no, you came out and uh wanted to come and see the wanted to come and see the the sparring and everything. Oh, you, like I didn't invite you to come here yesterday. Is she talking to Bilar? Uh, she is talking to Bilar, but you are welcome to interject. I'll probably just kind of like awkwardly put my hand up and be like, well, it was my idea to come here. So. As soon as that she she hears you pipe up, uh, her demeanor changes. Uh, and for the better, like not like changes, like I'm super angry, like. She turns to you and treats you like the baby sister that you are to her. Oh, hey, Ferris. Uh, so you decided to come here? Oh, man, it's so good to see you actually getting, like, interested in, like, the martial arts. It's, like, uh, so nice that you are taking after uh, me. And she kind of, like, poses and, like, looks, at, looks, up, to, uh, looks up to Belar. Oh, yeah, I just wanted to check it out because I haven't been over here yet and thought it would be a good place to, I guess, hang out. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a great place to hang out. But, uh, you know, we got some, uh, we got some company and she like rolls her eyes towards the big guy on the other side. And uh, who is that? She's going to ask, kind of looking towards that direction, but not like actively showing that she's staring at him. Even if you were staring at him, he probably wouldn't notice. He's very, very enraptured by the display of martial arts. That over there is Patriarch Gagari Karsa. And I'm assuming he's also here for that meeting. That is correct. We. Your brother kind of goes, yeah, I'm honestly kind of surprised to see him there, to see him here. And your sister immediately pipes in. What brother's trying to say is he didn't send the invite to him. Oh, so someone else probably told him. Well, you know, um, technically they're not a branch of the family, so they don't have to be at things. Uh, I know that I brought it up, uh, last year, but to, uh, basically to fill you in, uh, the Gagari family is the Wetworks family. They're the people who do all the assassination-y stuff. Oh, okay. It's all starting to come back to me. <laughs> yeah, they're the people who... If you need a motherfucker killed who you're not supposed to kill, that's who you that's who you're going to call. Gotcha. Not the Ghostbusters. Why'd you pick this dojo? Oh, um, I picked this Jojo because it is. Aliens are owned by aliens family. Thought I'd check it out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Elian, uh, that's, uh, that's one of your, uh, that's one of your family members, right? Uh, yeah, they are part of the family. Falar looks up to her brother and goes, see, I told you, I do read the, I do read the notes you send me sometimes. Only when they're about interesting things, like what's happening to our little sister, but I do read the notes. And he just, like smacks his head like with the palm of his hand so hard that it actually almost sounds like the strike of uh of fists like that's happening in the dojo and he's just like if only i i just i wish that you and our little brother could have gotten mother's smarts like 
me and Ferris did because you all make my job like so so rough sometimes. I just need I just need you to read the notes. Is the little brother also fire aspected? Uh your little brother uh Norek is also fire aspected. <laughs> he is uh him and Felar are known for having tempers. That makes sense. Um, your little brother more so than your older sister. Like, to the point that there are rumors going around that the only reason that he was promoted to captain is so then that, uh, so then that, uh, your sister could keep a closer eye on him to make sure he stopped breaking laws. Oh, that's funny. As that you guys are catching up, is there anything that you want to ask your sister before I have a thing happen? Or is there anything anything else you want to ask either of them uh catch up on anything about? Um, I'm sure Ferris and Philar are gonna probably catch up a little bit, not as much as she did with Bilar, but um, you know, just a little bit of the cool things here and there before getting into whatever's happening next. Pilar looks to you and goes, Hey, uh, can you do me a favor? Uh, what, the next time you see your whole group? Yeah. What's up? Um, make sure that they know that during calibration, uh, during, uh, Jupiter day, uh, the third day, um, there's going to be a big family meeting. And you are, uh, if you all could make it, uh, that would, that's kind of the, the, the hope is that we're going to go over all the stuff for the year on Jupiter day. On Jupiter day, big family meeting, be there or be square. Got it. He gives you a thumbs up. And as he does that, you see, um, the. As that he gives you a thumbs up, there is the sound of uh, cutting. There is the sound of weird uh, weirdness going on, like basically like of something being dragged across another thing. And there is now someone who is barely able to fit inside of the dojo, like with their head just kind of cocked to the side. Uh, striding through uh, the crowd towards the uh, the mat. And they are dragging that large sword with them. Is that the, the guy that when he's sitting down, he's still taller than all of us? Yep. The patriarch dude? Yep, that is Gagari Karsa. As far as anyone knows, he is the only patriarch who is not exalted. Oh. Just getting to captain level without being exalted is hard enough as it is. I mean, he is a pretty big dude, though, so. Even with that, uh, the other big guy in uh, the big, the other big name guy, uh, Ashen Mountain. Mm -hmm. um, has only ever ri risen to captain, and that's only because he knows. Uh, that's only because basically his best friend is the uh, is the patriarch of that clan. Is this guy bigger than Mountain? He is bigger than Mountain by a few feet. Good God! How tall is this dude? He said his head is like cocked to the side when he stands up, right? Yeah. And this dojo is made for people uh, with essence to be able to like fly around and basically like leap over people. How'd he get into the fucking door? Carefully. <laughs> he like crawl in. I feel like it would look like someone try <laughs> someone trying to get through like a doggy door, like a regular sized person trying to get through a doggy door. He moves to the center of the mat and looks to the person who just finished uh, this, uh, sparring sets his, uh, sets his sword down, which when it sets down, um, 
you get the same feeling that you got as uh, uh, when Glass Wasp like beat their wings, like it shakes the foundation. And he points to this guy with one meaty finger. You, me, fight. Uh, there is a fight that breaks out between this guy and a random uh, sparring partner who uh, st- who who came by the Renal Dojo. Like a fight fight or like a sparring fight? What it's it's like a sparring fight. Okay. Britt, if you could please roll me another perception and awareness roll as you watch this fight. Fantastic. So with a deep booming voice and everything, it's hard not to draw your attention to uh to this guy and what he wants to do. He has a commanding presence. The other person bows to him, takes a fighting stance. And you can tell that this other person is certainly special in some way. Uh, Maybe they are the descendant of a god or an elemental or uh, even maybe even a fair folk. uh, Because they are able to harness uh the necessary essence to actually use martial arts charms you can see the swirling essence in their palm that you've seen uh Elian do many many times before and despite your awareness and being able to see things very well you see this guy run towards Karsa and you have no idea what happened afterwards as this guy gets flung backwards into the wall, crashes into it, and falls unconscious to the ground. The guy that was fighting Carsa? Yes, the guy that was fighting Carsa. Oh. That guy just got bitch slapped. Carsa picks up his sword, his hunk of stone. Lifts it up just enough that it's not dragging across the ground anymore. Pushes through the crowds and exits onto the street. And the only thing that you hear as that he passes by you and your siblings is. Afternoon, boss. Trying to find a good fight here. And he leaves to go try and find that good fight. Oh, (laughs) Okay, then. Are there any other things you would like to do on Ferris's day out? I think she would just spend the rest of the day catching up with, I guess, both her brother and her sister. You know, and then trying to figure out and get whatever information she can. And just, you know, having a nice time with her family. Maybe doing some sparring or whatever, but nothing big. I feel like they would just do, like, sibling things where they poke fun at each other the whole time. Oh, they absolutely do. I think that there's definitely less poking fun at you and more poking fun at each other between the two of them. (laughs) Oh, I'm down for that, though. But eventually the day ends, uh, everything comes to a conclusion and your brother's going and you know that your brother is going to be in town at least through calibration. Cool beans. With that said, unless of course there's anything else you want to do that concludes uh, baby sister's day out. Thank you all for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not give us a follow on Twitter for more updates as to when we'll be releasing episodes. You can also give us a like or review on your podcast app of choice. Just a few quick button clicks and you can help us defeat the dreaded algorithm boss. The theme song for this game was Main Theme by Alexander Nakarada, copyright 2019, used under a Creative Commons license. And hey, for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice. You all did kind of get me broken out of jail when I got declared a 
<laughs> Y'all did break me out break me out of jail when I wow. Wow, where's this fucking accent going? Who even knows? I, I didn't want to call it out like verbally, so I wrote it in chat. <laughs> uh I think yeah. what made it funnier was reading it in chat. Oh, uh, speaking of, uh, good news, uh, I, I was able to get some of, wow, I don't know why I'm slipping into Manami's accent here. Let me retake, re let me retry that with the actual character. Oh, so, good idea. Uh, wow. So, and if I could pull up my notes, it would be great. Give me just a moment. I think the one thing I never decided on is if it Elian had. That's still something that you can decide on. Yeah, the most I did uh, for that type of background was just say, yeah, that's my brother. So the rest of it just kind of filled in. Also, um, I'm pretty sure that him asking Ferris not to like get kidnapped or like hidden or anything like that definitely some kind of foreshadowing and if it's not i would be very surprised oh yeah i'm i'm just waiting for it okay so um it's the dog 